0: thanks for downloading the podcast and listening to Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. It's Dave. How are you? It's Wednesday night. I just got home from Colorado a couple of hours ago, and I'm really tired because my son Chase and I, you've probably heard me talk about now, he is a news anchor on TV in Colorado Springs. Um... And we spent every part of every day together. And last night was the best because we went to a dumpy bar that's been in Black Forest, Colorado for since the 1940s and still has like old carvings of names on the bar from like the 1940s. And we played pool and then we played pool some more and we played pool way longer than we should have. And we had a great time and made fun of each other and laughed and and it was awesome, and I didn't want to go to bed, and I wanted Chase to know that it was way more important to spend time with him than to say, you know what, I got to get up early in the morning, because it was like midnight by the time I got to go to bed, and I got to get up at 4.30, so it was a little bit crazy, but we had a great time, Uh, so thanks for listening to the podcast, the reason I bring that up is because I flew home, and I'm super tired, but I haven't done a podcast in a week, and I didn't want to miss a whole week of not doing the podcast, so here we are. Uh, I hope things are good with you I'm gonna start off with a um, a shout out to the woman who wrote me this email and her name is tiff nutrition coach tiff and she says dave i had no idea how easy it is to listen to your podcast take a shower show up on time and don't steal anything for some reason i assumed they cost money because they were itunes and not on iheart well i listened to all your shows on iheart and fallon's podcast on iheart so i just never really knew how or where to find your podcast on my phone i think you should let the other listeners know how easy they are to find and they're, they're free you know what isn't that funny Uh, I mean, you and I know how to find them and that they're free, but there's a lot of people that, you know what, they don't live in the podcast world and they figure, well, it's on iTunes, so it's going to cost money. Uh, If you have an iPhone, just search for the podcast app that comes preloaded on your phone and their search your podcast. Take a shower. And there they are. She says, I have had fun going back and listening to all of them. You have so much advice. I love getting your perspective. Yes, I do have a lot of advice. Um, And some of it's good. I love getting your perspective on various topics. So thanks for doing them and let everyone else know where to find them. Uh, So thank you, Nutrition Coach Tiff. I definitely appreciate that. Um, uh, It's funny because you know we think that everybody's as, as savvy as we are and that you know, well, I know how to download the new iOS, so certainly you should know how to download the new iOS. I admitted earlier this week that I just found out something about Netflix that I had no idea, and nobody else admits that they thought this too. Netflix, when they release a a season, they release it all at once. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I don't watch that much TV. So when my neighbor told me that the new series, season two, or new... season two of um, Stranger Things comes out on Netflix in October and he said he's going to binge watch it. I'm like, well, how are you going to binge watch it? Doesn't it come out one episode a week? And he's like, what? No. I said, well, that's the way it used to be back when I would watch Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul or Fargo. They came out once a week. You had to wait till the next week. I didn't know that Netflix releases that. And everybody that I admit that to is like, are you fucking stupid? How could you not know that? I didn't know, so I think we assume that because we know it, everybody else knows it. Okay, so the podcast, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything, is based on my book of the same name. Three solid pieces of advice. Take a shower. Before you go somewhere and before you go to work, before you go see your girlfriend or your boyfriend, or your, take a shower, especially before you go to work or on an airplane ride or anywhere you're going to be around other people, take a shower. You don't know how bad you smell, but you do if you don't take a shower. And I know this because I've worked with several people in radio who would not take a shower, who didn't think it was important, who didn't put on clean clothes. And they'd come into the radio station and they'd stink. And we'd sit in a little room right next to them. And I finally had to tell a couple of them, you got to take a shower and put on clean clothes before you come to work. And one kid was so mortified and embarrassed, he never came back. Either that he was pissed, I'm not sure. Good. I'm glad he didn't come back. If he was pissed, take a shower. The next one, show up on time. I have fired people who were great in a lot of other regards, but they could not show up on time. How much work can you get done when you're not at work? Almost none. I know you can say, well, I work from home or I have ideas in the car. I work on the bus. No, get there on time and you you have to be there on time. I mean, that's 80, what do they say? 80% of success is showing up. So, and then don't steal anything. And it's a no brainer, and you know, don't steal anything. And, but there are people who will actually steal from work or steal from their brother or steal from their mom, and they just think it's okay. So that's why I call the book that. But the book is all about advice. And I like that. I like the way that I give advice is not preachy, I hope. It's more like, look, I screwed this up in my life. I want you to learn from my pain of learning so you don't have to learn it the hard way. So, When I wrote the book, um, I came up with 101 different chapters, and I'm going to read the very last one because I like this one a lot, and I don't think I've touched on this one yet. My dad lived to be 88 years old. He was lucky enough to be in good shape for an old guy. He didn't like the thought of age slowing him down, so he resisted it. Maybe he wasn't doing the Iron Man or playing rugby, but he did like to pitch in and help whenever he could. He loved going to concerts once once a month in his town's community center. When the concert was over, he always pitched in and helped put the chairs away. I can still picture my old man shuffling around with a metal folding chair under each arm. Meanwhile, hmm, all around him were young, healthy people, drinking coffee, chatting away, not helping, and barely noticing that anybody was doing any work. Now, To some people, it really just never occurs to them to pitch in. If you've ever had a kid in an organization like Cub Scouts or Band Boosters or whatever, you know there are usually three people who do most of the work. Isn't that true? Three people in every organization do most of the work. The rest are happy to show up, eat the brownies that you made, and chat while somebody else puts the chairs away. So, I've got a rule with my kids. Don't stand around and watch other people work. They hate it, and that's how I know it's a good rule. Um... But I think it's very true. So at the end of any event, when you're cleaning up and you take your kid to, I don't know, you take your your daughter to a a gymnastics meet, and then afterwards they need people to tear down the equipment, do that because it's not anybody else's job. I mean, that might be a bad example. I don't know how gymnastics meet work, but I do know this. When Carson has a concert at the high school, uh, they need to get all the band chairs and music stands off the stage and most parents they're the they get the fuck out of there as fast as they can and they're good people but they just don't even think to help. And not that I'm a wonderful person, but it's like, "No, Carson, you and I are going to go up there and you and I are going to go get the music stands and stack them up and get the chairs and put them on the things and that's just what we do." So, the reason that I bring up some of the advice in my book is because I want to go off on a cool tangent. And I don't think it would be fair to do this tangent if I didn't give some advice on this podcast myself. So this bit of advice is not mine. It's 13 things that you need to give up in order to be successful. And it's been around the internet for almost a year. I think it came out December of 2016, but it's really good. We're going to cover that tonight. Again, it's almost plagiarism if if I did it and didn't have any advice of my own. So it's kind of like sharing recipes. Hey, I give you a lot of my recipes, but here's a recipe that I've heard from a friend, so it doesn't make me such a plagiarist, and I definitely will acknowledge the person who wrote this, and here we go. Um, i got to flip over to my open web browser, which I use Google Chrome now because um, I gave up on Firefox because it just seems too slow uh, lately. Okay, here we go. 13 things you should give up if you want to be successful. Um, and I want to find the author on this one because they absolutely deserve credit. Uh, and I'm going to, you know, that it might be at the end. So here we go. Let's dive right in. Give up on the unhealthy lifestyle. If you want to achieve anything in life, everything starts here. First, you have to take care of your health. And there are only two things you need to keep in mind, healthy diet and physical activity. I like that one. We know this one, um, physical activity that's so important they say that if exercise could be put into a pill form it would be the most effective and sought after pill for our health in the world because physical activity is so important and we know that if we're going to lose weight it's not the exercise that makes us lose weight it's the diet i mean exercise helps there's no question it's the diet it is and we all eat crap we all eat our share of crap except you know the skinny people they're like oh Burgers, (laughs) burgers <laughs> not really once in a while but not every day okay next one number two give up the short-term mindset. Successful people set long-term goals and they know these aims are merely the result of short-term habits they need to do every day um, uh, there's a difference they th- th- this is what they use in here again it's not my it's not my article there's a difference between working out to get a summer body and working out because that's who you are. Okay, listen, I'm not going to kid you or lie to you and say I live up to any of these. But this is just some ideas. Give up on playing small is number three. Um, Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone and if we basically it's saying if you never try to take great opportunities or allow your dreams to become real, you'll never reach your true potential and the world will never benefit from what you could have achieved. So I like that one. Give up your excuses. The world is full of people that make excuses. There's so many. Um, uh, I came from a bad family or I, we didn't have any money. Yeah, well, that's true. So that's going to like like I don't know govern your entire existence. Um, I didn't come from any money. Nobody else in my family was, you know had like a, a gift of money or privilege. Um, they say successful people know they're responsible for their life no matter their starting point weaknesses and past failures realizing that you're responsible for what happens next in your life is frightening and exciting own your life no one else will I'll add to that this is mine own your career because nobody else will if you work wherever you work and I tell Fallon this all the time do not expect our company to be on the lookout for your career they're not on the lookout for your career nor is any company on the lookout for your career You be on the lookout for your career. So I've told Fallon, don't sit around waiting for iHeartMedia to promote you to Detroit or Washington, D.C. Don't wait for it. You make that shit happen yourself. And I don't want to lose Fallon, but... Don't sit around. And I would tell you the same thing. Do not sit around waiting for your company or your boss or your manager or your wherever you work to say, you know what? She's doing a great job. We got to promote her. No, if they don't promote you, get the F out of there. Don't, don't, don't. Next one. Uh, Give up the fixed mindset. Some of these hit me a little bit more than others. This one's, you know, okay. Um, uh, It basically says successful people know this. They invest an immense amount of time on a daily basis to develop a growth mindset, acquire new knowledge, learn new skills, and change their perception so that it can benefit their lives. So do not just stay where you are, keep moving, and um, remember, hard work is a big key. Number six, we're halfway through almost. Give up in believing in the magic bullet. Overnight success is a myth, a little bit of improvement every day. Adds up, give up, number seven, give up your perfectionism. Nothing will ever be so perfect no matter how much we try. A lot of the time we don't do something because we know we can't do it perfectly, so we don't do it. And then a year later, we've never even gotten started because we could not do it perfectly, so we sat there. Next one, and I love this one, give up multitasking. There's a quote in here, and again, I'm reading this article that's not mine Um, uh, and I'll give you the author's name when I get to the end. You will never reach your destination if you stop and throw stones at every dog that barks. Winston Churchill. Successful people know this. That's why they choose one thing and then beat it into submission no matter what it is. A business idea, a conversation, or a workout. Being fully present and committed to one task is indispensable. Steve is the worst at trying to multitask because I think that he's read articles that were popular 10 years ago about the importance of multitasking. Multitasking makes you screw up everyone that you are working on. I mean, have you ever tried to listen and send an email at the same time. And then somebody says, well, what do you think? And you're like, huh? And you thought you were listening, but you weren't. So give up on multitasking. Number nine, give up on your need to control everything. Um, Nobody can control everything. I mean, that's that's an obvious one. Next one, give up on saying yes to things that don't support your goals. I like this one a lot because I'm the worst at this one. I say yes to everything and I'm trying so hard to say no, but then I feel bad. It says, successful people know that in order to accomplish their goals, they have to say no to certain tasks, activities, and demands from their friends, family, and colleagues. Next one, give up the toxic people. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this one because we already know this one people we spend the most time with add up to who we become. There are people who are less accomplished in their personal and professional life and there are people who are more accomplished than us. If you spend time with people who are behind you, your average will go down and with it your success. I learned this when I was probably 18 years old. When I played tennis with, I used to play a lot of tennis back then. When I played tennis with somebody who was better than me, it made me better. When I played tennis with somebody who was not as good at me, it made me worse. So remember that work with people who are better than you and you'll become more like them stay away from people who don't work and are lazy because you'll become more like them or at least struggle to not be like them number 12 give up your way give up your need to be liked Uh, here's a quote it says the only way to avoid pissing people off is to do nothing important I like that one a lot. Give up your need to be liked. And finally, I love this one. It's so relevant. Give up your dependency on social media and television. Impulsive web browsing and television watching are diseases of today's society. Those two should never be an escape from your life or your goals. Unless your goals depend on either, you should minimize or eliminate your dependency on social media and television and direct that toward time, direct that time toward things that can enrich your life. I love that. You've heard me say a million times, um, I don't watch TV. I don't watch that much. And I'm proud of that. I don't want to watch TV um, because basically, in its essence, sitting TV watching is sitting. And if you get on the treadmill and or on the stair stepper while you're watching TV, that's better. But why watch so much TV? Go Go and live your own interesting life. Turn the TV off and go learn to paint. Learn to go do something. Go volunteer. So anyway, um, I'm trying to find the person who wrote this article. And it might be a guy named Zdravko. I can't even say his last name. Uh, But I think that might be the guy that wrote it. And I wish I could give him more credit. But his name is unpronounceable. Z-D-R-A-V-K-O. Last name is even worse. C-V-I-J-E-T-I-C. Zdravko segetic Yikes. Anyway, I think he's the one that wrote it. And if he did, he's brilliant. So, oh, here's one last quote. This is pretty powerful. Um, on your last day on earth. No, the person you will meet will become will meet the person you No, OK, here. Let me read a better version of it because they it's a great quote and it's up at the top of the article. Here it is. On your last, somebody once told me the definition of hell. Here's the definition of hell. On your last day on earth, the person you w- became will meet the person you could have become. I'm going to read that again. Somebody once told me the definition of hell. On your last day on earth, the person you became will meet the person you could have become. I like that. Think about what you could do with your life and what you might do instead because the other option's too hard. So Anyway, it's not my article, but I liked it a lot and I wanted to share it with you. Um, uh, let me just say, um, I was talking to a friend of mine today and remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about on the podcast, praise your employees, make sure your employees know that they're important. Um, and then I was talking to a friend of mine today and they were complaining because they have so many people they work with that need to be reminded to do their job. Did you finish the thing that you're supposed to do? Huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You got to finish the things. I mean, you've got people should not have to be told to do their job. Um, But I bet we all know somebody who needs to be reminded probably on a daily basis. Did you finish the thing that what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be one of those people um but I think that's kind of the other side of the coin to last week when we were talking about make sure you praise your employees because it means so much. Hey Liz, I'm sorry I stumbled around a lot tonight. I am super tired. but I appreciate you, Liz of the podcast. I really do um and uh, tell somebody about it. maybe let them know, listen together. and I appreciate it. Send an email to Ryan uh, Dave Ryan at kdwb.com with any thoughts uh, and also don't forget our Facebook page take a shower show up on time and don't steal anything all based on the book which by the way is still available on amazon uh, or itascabooks.com. you can get it at your local bookstore and of course there's the kindle version too you can download it boom right on your device or on your phone or your ipad or whatever and read it there it's like only $7.99 so it's cheap it's practically free All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. And of course, every morning on the radio on KDWB. Thanks for listening.